The Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB. Janice, how did you know? How did you know that of all the Canadian snacks, the one that I think about the most are Hawkins Cheesies? Well done, even spelt with a Z. <laughs> yeah, they're great stuff, and the factory is amazing. You've been? I've been. They don't do public tours, but they were very kind and they let me in. Yeah. Wow. Janice Deason, right, is yeah. the author of Snacks, a Canadian Food History. And Brett, we've been waiting and great anticipation of this conversation this morning. Indeed. Uh, Shanalee Vidal in Three Things talking about food. She referenced Canadian snacks. And Janice in this book profiles several iconic Canadian snack food companies, including, as we heard, the Hawkins Cheesies. Let me just, we were talking, we've been talking about. ASMR stuff. Let me just these cheesy bags. I I love playing. Just crinkling the cheesies bag is fun. But old Dutch potato chips. We just had a brief chat off the air. Is that that's not a, a Manitoban company, right? It depends on how you define it. So it didn't start here. It began in uh, Minneapolis by really? a guy. Yeah, a guy mm. named Karl Marx of all things. <laughs> yeah. Okay then. Yeah, who is not Dutch? An, an entrepreneur named Karl Marx who wasn't Dutch. Right? Wasn't Dutch, but thought you know the Dutch have these clean habits or a reputation for that. So that's what I'm going to name my company. But then that got bought by the Annensons, who still own it today. And so it's this Minneapolis family that run it. But the shortly thereafter, they opened a, a branch in Winnipeg, and it uses Manitoba potatoes and Manitoba canola oil and Manitoba employees, of course. So in a sense, it's a it's a Manitoba company, at least up here. That's outstanding. I did never knew that. That's the kind of thing you're going to learn when you pick up snacks at Canadian Food History. Now, the other uh, snack that uh, a lot of us are under the impression are uniquely Canadian, and uh, maybe you're going to disprove me or agree with <laughs> My grandma used to love to give us Smarties. Ah, yes. Um, so the, the book only looks at companies that are independently owned. So Smarties is one of those that at some point got bought out by one of the large okay. multinationals. Yeah. Okay. So anything that's owned by like Frito-Lay or Nestle's or Mondelez, I didn't look at at all. Well, yeah. here's the thing with Smarties. When they changed they, they changed their flavor, they went to they natural did. food coloring or something. <laughs> I stopped eating it because it's such, ox- <laughs> such an oxymoron. It tastes, so, it tastes horrible now. Give me, get, go <laughs> Give away. Give me the fake. Yeah. Like the fake. Yeah, I would, uh, if I'm eating, I mean, if I'm eating chocolate candies, I'm not concerned about my health. So, uh, but speaking of... Of chocolate, is it chocolate? I don't even know how to say this word. Chocolatier, chocolatier. Sure, as you wish. <laughs> Ganong. Yep. Yeah, Ganong. Yeah, this is a, a family-owned company that's uh, been around for multiple generations out there on the East Coast, and they claim to be the inventor of the chocolate nut bar. Really? Yeah, yeah. As well as the heart-shaped box of Valentine's chocolates. So what other kind of snacks oh my. appear okay. in this in this book, Snacks of Canadian Food History? Because I think there are a lot of things that people probably just assume came from somewhere else. Yeah. Is there an example that, uh, that jumps to mind for you? Well, uh, Hawkins Cheesies is this uh, amazing company that only makes one thing in only one flavor. So that's kind of unusual. And they don't advertise. They don't advertise. Yeah, because they don't want to expand. And it's the same bag. <laughs> don't want to expand. Well, they they right now don't have an evening production shift and they don't like they knock off work mid-afternoon on Fridays cuz they like their weekends. So their their fear is if they advertised, they'd have to sell more 
and they don't want to. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's a fantastic business model. Isn't it, right? Wow, it just Carl makes Marks me want even more. proud of that one. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the real Carl Marx. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. okay, well, I'm going to have a Hawkins cheesy here. My mom used to call these stinky cheesies because they, you know, they, they actually have flavor and a smell, right? Yeah. Versus, you know, the, the cheese puffs that are just like, what are you actually having? Mostly air, right? Yeah, it's With true. Pretty much Cheese flavored dust yep. on top. Whereas cheesies, it's real ground cheese on there. Mm, okay. That's yeah. fascinating to learn. I, I never knew that, uh, but I love that it's the same bag. Mm. Have they ever changed their packaging? Cheesies? Marginally, yeah. Really? The, the original so packaging, which they've got in uh, filing cabinets in their in their factory, uh, yeah, it's it's very close to the to the design that they have right now. Now, so, you've been kind of secretive here. Sorry, Brett. You've been secretive. You, like, where are they? Where are they located, Hawkins? They are in Belleville, Ontario. Mm. So uh, a couple hours outside of Toronto on the Bay of Quinte. And uh, the factory is this old 19th century canning building that they've kind of reconverted to their purposes. It still has the original smokestack from older days. Fantastic. And it has no labeling on it. It's just Love this it. strange Kind of innocuous building. place, huh? Yeah, mm. yeah. Do you cover butter tarts in this book? No, no, only, uh, you know, your your typical prepackaged snacks. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so that's uh, more of a homemade. So what about something like uh, like a coffee crisp? Oh, again, one of those that is owned by the multinationals. Oh, yeah. okay. I know, sorry. Okay. So, no, yeah. no, hey, we're, we're doing a, yeah. I'm doing a bad job of no, following. No, no, it's just a, a lot of uh, what we think of as traditional Canadian snacks are, in fact, part of our, you know, British import heritage. That's, that, yeah. that's totally true. Now, I know one that's not, and that's Nutty Club. Oh, yeah. Right right, a Portage in Maine, essentially. How can you go wrong with, with Nutty Club? Give us a little bit of a history. Oh, They've been around for more than a century, and uh, besides making snacks, this is the case with so many of these candy manufacturers in particular. They, they don't just make candy because you can't make a sufficient living off of that. So they're, they're also making all sorts of things like mustard. In fact, uh, I've got a bit of a family connection to that. My, my dad used to be, for a part of his life, a farmer, and he said that they would, uh, they would deliver their mustard to Nutty Club, and there was one year where they got... For free, barrels full of cocoa that had spoiled somehow, so they couldn't use them at the Nutty Club factory. So my dad fed that to the pigs. Oh. Said that was the most delicious pork they had ever had. <laughs> no kidding! <laughs> I'm salivating just imagining how that ham must have been on on a sandwich shaved up. I got nice. a question. I have a question for behind the glass Jerry, who is vegan, by the way. So I hope you're doing okay after what she just Sorry, said sir. there, Jerry. But uh, he just mentioned uh, Vachon. I'm not entirely sure what that is. Yeah, Vachon is a Quebec uh, snack manufacturer. The, they're the ones who make uh, Joe Louis, the uh, the chocolate uh, packaged snacks. Yeah, so they come in for a mention in the book. But uh, I would, because so many of these companies are, that I was studying were privately held, uh, I didn't always have access to their own materials. So they weren't one of the ones that I could uh, get into the company and see their private documents. But they, they do leave behind a, a trace in the archives anyway. So they're in the book. We're talking about snacks, a Canadian food history with Janet. Janice Thiessen is the author. Where can we get the book? It's available bookstores everywhere. And on October 10th at 7 p.m. in the atrium at McNally, there will be a book launch with snacks provided by Hawkins and Old Dutch. Oh, really? Yeah, thanks to both of them. <laughs> Do you no have a, a favorite Old Dutch flavor? Oh, yeah. Hard to pick one, I know. but Oh, yeah. Uh, when I was a kid growing up, it was definitely Old Dutch salt and vinegar. Yeah. But it has migrated to the dill pickle. Really? Oh, yeah. You know what's an interesting combination that somebody inter- introduced to me? It's I believe it is, it's ketchup, old Dutch ketchup chips, 
with dill pickle sauce or dip. Pardon me. Yeah, that's just wrong. I'm you sorry. know what? And, and on the surface, I hear you. It sounds weird, <laughs> but until you try it, I, and that's what I thought. Huh. I tried it. Anyway, we got to wrap it up. Janice Teeson, right author of Snacks, a Canadian Food History. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And thanks for bringing the cheesies, Hawkins cheesies. The Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB.